Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just the camaraderie with the team. Uh, everybody in this locker room uh, loves each other. So I think that's number one. And uh, we all push each other to be our best. Um, no matter you know, if we win or lose, we all look at you know what we could have done better. And, you know, we're... We all can talk to each other. You know, there's no guy that can't come talk to me on the team that, hey, that can come up to me and be like, yo, you need to be better. Or any guy that I can come to that I can go to and just be like, yo, we need to we need you to be better. We need you to be better at this, this, this and that. So, um, you know, everybody's uh, carries himself with humility and uh, nobody's bigger than the next person. Um, really just a love in the locker room. I think that's the biggest thing. And of course, we've gotten better um, offense, defense, and special teams throughout the year. Let's get back to more Mark Crody on Sports Radio 670, The Score. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that's what we can say about the Chicago Bears. They've gotten better. Have they made the big jump? No, I don't think so. But yesterday was really good for Justin Fields who was a key part of the Bears' 37-17 win over Atlanta. Justin Fields, 20 of 32, 268 yards, a touchdown and zero picks, 11 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown. And really, it was a day of consequence for the Bears because for, for me, the meter was moved for Justin Fields, as in I've been hitting everybody over the head all year with a need-to-see discernible difference. I saw a big difference in the way Justin Fields played yesterday relative to a lot of the games that he has played. The Bears also clinched the number one overall draft pick this year. They have been officially eliminated from the playoffs, and we also learned last night that the Bears will be the Bears-Packers game at Lambeau Sunday 325 and the Bears can eliminate the Green Bay Packers from playoff contention if they win that 325 game at Lambeau next week and here to talk all about it is uh, one of the guys that sits in uh, in our little section of the press box you got a Chris Emma you got me and then you got Josh Schrock and Alex Shapiro and uh, the rest of the crew. So uh, Alex Shapiro of NBC Sports Chicago is joining us on the guest hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. We got a lot to cover here, don't we, man? Oh, my goodness. First of all, 
Happy New Year, Grody. Uh, thanks for having me. I am happy to represent the cool kids' corner of <laughs> the media room at House Hall. Because, let's be honest, everybody wants to sit in our little corner of the media room. It's true. We get a lot of traffic in our area. You know what I mean? The people coming oh, over. Yeah. Um, you know, may, you know, it, it's possible that it could be. It could just be Courtney Cronin. I mean, maybe it's because she's in the cool kids <laughs> section as well. Is it Sean Hammond, possibly? But it could be Sean. Nick Moriano's got that oh, joyous charm. Yeah, and he's got all the hot tech. Everybody's going to him for the tech picks. <laughs> so we might actually be bystanders in the Cool Kids Club. But whatever, we're in. We got to sit at the table, man. I, I ever thought about that. Nick Moriano's kind of the IT guy for for the row because he totally. He's, he, well, he's young like you, but yeah, he he knows. He's <laughs> always like got technology just dangling all over him, doesn't he? <laughs> Hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie. I've bought like three or four different pieces of tech just based on Nick Moriano's recommendations. So oh, that, yes, he is absolutely that guy. That's that's hilarious. I might have to invest with him at at some point in time as well. Um, yeah, man, there is just so much stuff going on with the Bears, and I just ran through some of it. But you and I started to talk about Justin Fields and the, the the complexion change of Justin Fields relative to the beginning of the year and up till now. What did Justin Fields' game yesterday do for you? I mean, for me, it kind of solidified a feeling that is, you can win and the Bears can win with Justin Fields. And, you know, if it was me as the GM of this team, A, you know, the Bears might be in trouble because I'm not a GM. <laughs> but you're a cool <laughs> but, kid. You're a cool kid, though. So. For real, for yeah. real. Um, I just look at Justin Fields, and I think I would feel comfortable moving forward with him as the quarterback of this team. And I would be seriously looking at bringing in a Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm. with that Panthers pick, whether it's moving off of number one, whatever, what have you, instead of taking another quarterback. Because, yeah, I mean, are there moments where we can continue to nitpick Justin Fields? Yes. I mean, there were times yesterday where I thought he held on to the ball too long and probably could have gotten a ball out to Tyler Scott sooner or a ball to DJ Moore in the middle field sooner. But you can do that with any quarterback, man. And for me, the special things that Fields does, the throws that he's making to, to DJ Moore in the corner of the end zone or, you know, along the sideline or the seam throw to Tyler Scott, mm. plus his rare rushing ability. I mean, his Houdini acts that he seems to do and outdo himself every single week. That's the really special stuff that gives him an unbelievably high ceiling. And to me, that's the stuff that really strikes fear into the heart of opposing defenses. And I just look at that. I'm like, I can, I can win with that. Yeah, he's not going to be perfect, but he he can take your team to the next step. And if you've already got that guy in house, for me, why mess around with an unknown with a with a new rookie quarterback? Um, why not just build around this guy some more? Yeah, it's pretty incredible as you're as you're saying this, and I got a I got all sorts of questions for you. But you're a USC guy too, aren't you? I am a USC guy, so yes. I have watched plenty of Caleb Williams, and yes, I do believe Caleb Williams is going to be an excellent quarterback in the NFL. Do you think he's generational, though, the way everybody has said? I think we need to maybe reframe <laughs> what we think of as a generational talent. If we're talking about a guy who comes around every three or four or five years, yes, I think he's that guy. Like, But to 
be honest, we've had a lot of really good quarterbacks come through in 10-year cycles, right? Truth. I do think he is better than both uh, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were as prospects okay. last year. For me, if I'm building a team in a vacuum, I would build my team around Caleb Williams and not Drake May because, again, of that playmaking upside. The, the things that he does off schedule, the things that he does, extending plays, the arm talent, all of that, all of that upside, I just want to build around that. So, um, so yeah, I, I do think that Caleb Williams is going to be an excellent, excellent QB prospect. I've got him as my number one guy. Okay. It, man, it's just so tough. Like Ryan Poles, like when he gets to that point, because either way, there, there is big risk involved. If you invest in Justin Fields and you pass up on Caleb Williams, it could be a massive mistake, and then vice versa. If you give up on Justin Fields and you take Caleb Williams, it obviously it could be a massive mistake as well. But what, what I really wanted to ask you, though, is going back to your point about you know believing the Bears can win with Justin Fields, did, did, was this clinched yesterday for you, or were you thinking that prior to yesterday's game? I'm trying to figure out how much stock you put into yesterday's performance by Justin Fields. It's been a gradual process, but, I mean, yesterday was an emphatic moment. So in terms of clinching, as, as teams are clinching playoff berths around this time of the year, yeah, I guess you could call it a clincher. But to me, it really started after – the first month of the season, it was so horrible, right? Justin Fields talks about, I want to play more free. And then after that, he has a stinker against the Chiefs. Uh, But then really after that, he started to play better and better and better. And I mean, it was a long time ago now, so we might forget. But before he got hurt, he was playing lights out. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was putting up huge numbers. The touchdowns were through the roofs. Uh, He wasn't turning the ball over, really. uh, Wasn't throwing interceptions. And then to me, the biggest shame is that he does get hurt. And we miss out on that month of growth. We miss out on that month of, of data points of watching him, right? And he came back and he was good. Um, and then, you know, a little bit more recently, it seems like he has gotten back to that, to that play. And I'll even throw in last week, even though the passing numbers aren't great last week, the Bears didn't need him to put up big passing numbers. The running game was super effective, and he was tearing up the Cardinals with his legs. So that's the other thing, right? Now we know Justin Fields can beat you like he did on Sunday through the air and some minimal scrambling, or he can beat you like the way he beat the Cardinals, which was as a rushing threat. Uh, That versatility is incredible. So it it has been throughout the year. He's played much, much better as the year has gone on. And then yesterday, to me, I just thought it was a phenomenal game. I, I thought there was very little to nitpick. I thought it was outstanding, and and wow, what a <laughs> what a performance on a day that the Bears lock up the number one draft pick. You know, it's kind oh of a God. poetic performance, honestly. Yeah, it made for an odd locker room, I thought too, because while we're certainly the number one story is what Justin Fields did yesterday, then there's the sort of uh, it's not as awkward this year as it was last year. But then there's the, hey, you guys are getting the number one pick. I, I, did you talk to any players who gave you like a really good answer about that yesterday? Because I, I, I thought that the Bears players were pretty careful about the way they answered questions about the number one overall pick. Yeah, most guys that I uh, talked to when that question was asked were like, what are you talking about, man? We're not thinking about the number one pick. That's, exactly. that's for the guys upstairs. That's not for us. We're in the here now. That was when the Bears still had playoff dreams hanging on by a thread 
depending on a tie. So they were like, we're just hoping for a tie, man, or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they were completely unfocused on the draft. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I actually asked uh, Jaquan Brisker in the locker room yesterday, and I, I, I prefaced the question, you know, with, the, like the, the, you guys have the number one pick this year, not because you guys are bad, but because Carolina was bad. I said, as part of what you guys are celebrating in here is getting the number one overall pick. And he right away, he's like, no, that's not what we're celebrating in here. We're celebrating the win and all the great work at home, and we'll deal with the number one pick later. So those are the exact kind of answers that, that I was getting out of that as well. Um, my God, has DJ – you talk about like – a a trade working DJ Moore the season thirteen hundred yards a career best nine catches one hundred and fifty nine yards and a TD yesterday averaging seventeen about seventeen and a half yards per catch um, the guy has been great I was also pretty surprised with the way Atlanta was was covering him it was seemed unlike so many other teams that would double and triple him team him it felt like he had a field day out there yesterday and every time I saw him he was wide open Yeah you know and all that man coverage too you know that's something that DJ Moore was also talking about you know if a defense runs man coverage they have ways they have these little rub plays um, to get him open that were really effective. You got to credit Luke Getze. I know Luke Getze has been a bit of a punching bag. Well, be careful, Shapiro. Be careful, man. I get Listen, crushed when I support gotta, him. We got to give credit where credit is due. And Luke Getze moved him around the field. Normally, he's pretty much been an X player. He had him lining up in different spots. That was a way that they got him open. And obviously, you got to give credit to DJ Moore himself, who is just a phenomenal player uh, and is really good at creating separation on his own. And then of course you got to give credit to Justin Fields who put balls right on the money to, to get him the ball open or to get him the ball when he was open. Uh, But yeah, I mean, he's been everything the bears wanted in a number one wide receiver. It's something they haven't had since Allen Robinson really. Yeah. Um, And yeah, he's been phenomenal. He's so great with contested catches. He's great as a deep threat. He's great in the middle of the field. He's great on screens. Pretty much whatever you need him to do, he'll do it, and he'll be great. And then here's the thing. I know this has been talked about a little bit, but bringing it back to the number one pick, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty smart move by Ryan Poles to make this trade with the Panthers and then take away their best player. <laughs> so they're a much worse team, right? Yeah. If DJ Moore is on that Panthers team. They might not have the number one overall pick this year. So, I mean, just really shrewd move by, by polls to lock up this great player. And then also weaken, weaken the team that he's taken a number one pick from. I mean, it, it, what an unbelievable, what an unbelievable piece. You might argue that the DJ Moore piece is the most important piece of that entire trade, even though the Bears now have the number one overall pick this year. Yeah, and it makes me think, too, now, Alex, that, hey, if, if you do keep Justin Fields, you know, he'd be here for his fourth year, you pick up the fifth-year option. I don't know if you'd add an extension. You add a couple of years possibly as well, but it's, you know, Ryan Poles could prey on another team this year that he anticipates being bad and maybe the Bears have a top three pick. And so, again, you would be protected if you don't feel like Justin Fields was the guy. And I understand that this is the quarterback draft that everybody was eyeing with Caleb Williams and Drake May and some of these other guys. But I guess the larger point here is, and you brought it up, Alex, I guess 
Ryan Poles, while he has been imperfect, seems to be having a very successful season. Would you agree with that? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, he's had some else. But, I mean, every GM does, right? The Chase Claypool trade doesn't look good. There are some draft picks that don't look good. Ogunjobi uh, back are... in the day. Or, uh, remember remember right. Larry Ogunjobi? Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a guy fails his physical. I don't know if that's Poles' fault. No, Bob that's really not Poles. Fault, but it, yeah. it, it didn't look good. But, I mean, you can, you can look at several free agent signings that also weren't great um, as the Bears tried to find cornerstone foundational pieces. But then you also look at, and I'll take the L on this one, the Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards signings. I thought... I thought that letting Roquan Smith walk and then spending similar money on Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, I'm like, what are we doing here? Why are we letting an excellent linebacker out the door just to sign another couple of linebackers? Well, boy, I was wrong because guess what? Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards have both been fantastic. Uh, the, the draft picks in the secondary, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You look at Tyreek Stevenson, Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, Terrell Smith. I mean, those are pretty much all hits. Uh, And then to recover from the Chase Claypool trade and say, whatever, I'm going to get back on the horse. I'm going to keep wheeling and dealing and make the Montez sweat trade, Mm -hmm. you know, which is maybe his best trade yet. (laughs) You know, we just got talking about how DJ Moore was so great. Well, Montez sweat has been the force multiplier on defense that they've been looking for for so long. You bring him in, you sign him to a big extension. Don't let him hit the open market. I mean, that trade is also unbelievable. So, yeah, Ryan Poles has really um, – I mean, it's still early, right? It takes time to really fully judge how a GM shakes out, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it, they're long-term projects. But early returns for Ryan Poles after two seasons look look mighty good. Yeah, and, and we know that you know it's been loud – with the Jalen Johnson stuff, you know, and presumably they will sit down in January after the season ends and hopefully get something done. But do you anticipate, since you mentioned guys like Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, I know they're still in their rookie contracts, but do you anticipate any other like extensions for players that maybe we're not even thinking about right now? I mean, and even on the offensive side of the ball. Sure. The only extension outside Jalen Johnson and I think the Bears have to find a way to keep Jalen Johnson around, yep. whether it's the franchise tag or whatever. Um, the one guy who I would look at is Justin Jones, mm. who's also playing on the last year of his deal, who was not necessarily the dynamic three-tech that the Bears wanted when they missed on Larry Ogunjobi and didn't have the best season last year. But I remember talking to him last year and even early throughout this year about like, hey, man, what's going on? Why isn't this pass rush working? And he'd always say, dude, four equals one. And when key guys are getting double teamed and other people aren't winning their one-on-ones, things just don't look great. Well, guess what? That entire defensive line right now is so much better. Andrew Billings has been a revelation. We just got done talking about Montez Sweat, how great he is. I think Demarcus Walker has been really solid as a rotational guy. Um, Now... Justin Jones is starting to get more one-on-ones, and he's starting to win more one-on-ones. And Justin Jones has, uh, in my opinion, been a, been a disruptive force uh, more more so recently than in the past. So now that you've got some more pieces on that defensive line, he's played pretty solid. And I know Jervon Dexter is an ascending player, and you want to get him his snaps. 
But I think Justin Jones is a guy that, you know, maybe the Bears consider keeping him around on some sort of short-term deal just, again, to keep that continuity, yeah. keep everything moving forward because everything is looking up, 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 up. I would imagine you kind of want to keep pieces in place uh, where you can. And I think Justin Jones has played his way into into some more time with the Bears. It's very interesting. Yeah, and he's a good locker room guy, good good dude for for us to talk to as well. So that's very interesting. I like that idea of uh, getting some sort of reasonable deal done with with Justin Jones. Uh, yesterday, we walked into a cloudy and smoky, cigar filled locker room. Um, are you a cigar smoker, Shapiro, or are you like Tyreek Stevenson, where you're like, oh my god, get this crap out of here? You know, I wouldn't say I'm a cigar smoker, but if I'm in Vegas, you know, or a bachelor party, something like that, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll enjoy a nice cigar. It's it's a nice thing to enjoy for a celebratory occasion. So uh, whatever that makes me, that kind of cigar guy, I'm that guy. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm about the same. I mean, when I was like in high school, I would go would go play pool at this place called Harold's on uh, Bloomingdale or on Lake Street in uh, Bloomingdale, and we would smoke what they call Swisher Sweets, uh, which are just Ooh. you ever had a good. I mean, I I am sorry, but I find I still find that Swisher Sweets are delicious, and people probably laugh at that, but they're they're <laughs> deluxe, Shapiro. Yep. They really are. Listen, I feel like every boy at some point has his swisher sweet phase exactly. you're not alone <laughs> i have certainly enjoyed a swisher sweet or two in my day oh, yeah. it's like a, it's like a rite of passage now that saying i don't condone smoking smoking is bad for you You shouldn't do it okay all right but yeah. but i mean come on let's be honest every boy's had a swisher sweet in his day that's right absolutely yes we yes kids kids don't smoke but you know maybe give it a try it's, it's don't good. smoke or you'll turn out like mark grody and alex <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. Oh, yeah, but you too could sit in the cool section of the press box as well someday. <laughs> Alex, thanks, man. I appreciate having you on. Great job, buddy, and I'll see you out at, at the hall later on this week. Thank you, Grody. Wow, the great job coming from Grody. That means so much oh, to yeah. me, man. Yeah, man. Hey, happy, I was going to say, it's been a while since I've had you on, and I'm sorry it's been so long in between, but you know I love you, and happy New Year to you as well. Yes, thanks, man. Be well. I'll catch you later. <laughs> See you, Alex. That is uh, Alex Shapiro. Yeah, I asked him to come on. He was like, what? what? I, I never thought I was going to get this call again. Uh, I was like, no, man. I love Alex Shapiro. Absolutely. Um, yeah, actually, the last time I had a cigar was, I would check check this group out. Check me out, Hall. This group of people. Danny Parkins, Shane Rorden, or Reardon, Mark Carmen. And me, we go golfing through 18 holes. Shane, I think on like the sixth or seventh hole, busts out some pretty nice cigars. I mean, I think they're—I think he said they were like ten or eleven dollar cigars. So we're not talking premium; we're talking you know regular unleaded. But but still, you know, a, a pretty good cigar. And I think it was on the next hole that you know you put the cigar down when you tee off, and I left the cigar at the hole. And Shane has never stopped reminding me about that. And it. it Kind of, I, I think about that because I had a couple of good puffs and I never did get to enjoy the rest of it. We do need to take a break. When we come back, I see a couple guys been hanging in there wanting to talk bears on the phones. 312-644-6767. As a matter of fact, there are literally just two people on the line right now. So if you would like to call in, this would be a good time 
to do it. If you would like to talk about the Chicago Bears, if you'd like to text 312-644-6767 is the way to do it. I want to play for you guys DJ Moore. We played it way earlier in the show, but he was very entertaining at his locker yesterday, and I put up a tweet, and it got probably got more attention than anything that I, I tweeted or put out there yesterday. So I would like you to hear the voice of DJ Moore, and I would like to hear your voice on the radio here again. 312-644-6767. I'm Mark Grody. This is The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to more Mark Crody on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back in. We got another solid 30 minutes on this show, and then I have been told that we have a ReliaQuest Bowl here on the score starting at 11 a.m. LSU against Wisconsin. And then tonight, 6 to 9, you will hear a re airing of Pat's Call to the Hall. Pat Hughes, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, very entertaining. So looking forward to that tonight. Um, 312-644-6767 is the number. I would like to read a few text messages for you before I get right back to these calls. 785, can you bring up the Bears' offensive line, my man? Tevin Jenkins, Topeka High Trojans, pancaking guys, flattening them down really good. You know, I didn't even think about that when I was talking to Alex Shapiro. And I, I wonder if Tevin Jenkins is somebody that the Bears might be thinking about potentially extending. They're going to have to take injuries into account um, and just sort of make a projection on him. But he has been absolutely terrific, and it was good to see him back out there starting and, as you said, pancaking guys. From the 262, Happy New Year, Grody. You're a real pro and are the go-to guy for Bears news for many of us. Keep up the great work. Thank you, and thank you to the other texters out here. Believe it or not, I don't read every complimentary text message. Thank you to the other ones and uh, people that have said really nice things here today. From the 224, forget the cigars and give Fields and Jalen Johnson contract extensions 
now. Well, coming soon, that could very well be the case. 708, Grody, you're old. What about raindrops keep falling on my head? I'm not that old. Uh, from the 847, are we idiots that aren't realizing that we already have a good, quote, good team with a QB on a rookie deal? I mean, I think that the opposition to that is you can restart the rookie clock. I, I assume that that's what you're talking about if, if the Bears were to draft Caleb Williams or or Drake May. From the 224, my Swisher Sweets are filled with weed. Put your weed in there. That's right. Everybody's Swisher Sweets are filled with weed. I don't know. You ever just walk downtown Chicago or anywhere in this city or drive by cars? This whole city has had a tint of weed since New Year's Day. What was it, three years ago when it was legalized? Hell, prior to that. This Smoke season, weed every day. This, season is, this city has always felt very comfortable smoking weed in public. I'll tell you that as somebody who lived here for a lot of years. Uh, 312, Poles didn't want DJ, he wanted Burns. Stop the false narrative. Well, that's a report that he did want Brian Burns from from Carolina, the excellent defender, but it's not like he moved on. He said, okay, I'll take DJ Moore. So to call it a false narrative, you falsified your research. I don't think that that is the case there, but thank you very much for the the text message. They we, wouldn't have gotten the deal done if it if, if it didn't include a uh, premium player in Carolina. Exactly. So Ryan Poles goes to the table, and maybe Burns was the top guy that he wanted. Maybe. But it was also, let's talk about DJ Moore. Oh, you can give me DJ Moore? Okay, you don't want to give me? I'm still doing the deal. Ryan Poles still did the deal. So let's, uh, let's erase that false narrative. And I know it's fun to say false narrative, but I disagree with that. Wayne is in West Lafayette. What's going on, Wayne? Happy New Year, Grody, Grody, Grody. Oh. It's almost transition between you and me and the Grover again, man. Almost <laughs> early enough, buddy. Almost early enough, boy. Almost, I look man. forward to that show you guys are going to have. It's a Grover special coming up. I look forward to it, old buddy. Oh, thanks, anyway, Wayne. You're the good buddy. Hey, Grody, old buddy. I'll tell you what. One of my, I want to tell you something real quick before I get to my football stuff. One of my most memorable and favorite radio times of my whole life was when you took time off just before the Cubs won their World Series game and, and you were in Cleveland and you took time out to talk to me just before you went out and, and, and the game went on. But that was really a special time for me, buddy, and I really thank you for, for taking enough of me to talk to me on that. And oh, yeah, just, You're the best, buddy. Thanks, God Wayne. You, buddy. God bless you, man. Hey, uh, Thanks for waiting too. Hey, I, I hope you, for so long. I appreciate oh, you. Oh, no, no yeah. problem, buddy. No problem. Hey, tell you what, buddy. Continuity is what they got going on right now, because they, they, they're a bunch of new guys at the beginning of the year. A bunch of guys thrown together, they hadn't played together much. Now they're playing together, and they're really playing good together. Now continuity is really going good. They, as many of these guys as they can keep together, the better the team's going to be next year. But the thing is, they need to keep Fields because that other guy from South South uh, South California. Mm-hmm. He, he could Dead wind ones. up being a Cade McNown. He could be Cade McNown because oh, Cade man. McNown was really good until he got out here to the cold, buddy, and then he turned into a sissy. <laughs> I mean, man, yeah. and we don't want no California sissy boy coming out here oh, getting no. cold and not being able to play. You no, know what I mean? No, so no, I none of that. Fields will give you a thousand percent. Now I think he's 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 taking it seriously to be one of the best quarterbacks the Bears ever had. And they need to they need to reward him for that, old buddy. And I mean it. And. uh you know what I'm saying. I hear you, and, man. Uh, hey, Dwayne, you're the goods. Thank you. So I hope you have a great hey, 2024. Did you make it till midnight last night, Wayne? No, no, I didn't, no, buddy, but that's okay. But I, I got to hear you, plenty of you yesterday and all the time. And Hey, Fred Grody from Grody Motors in Lafayette said, any car you want, 
He will find it for you really? and give you a super deal. Oh. Just just to support the Grody name in in Chicago, the Fred Grody name on the oh, car. So man. you need to talk to Fred someday when you're cruising through town, buddy. All right. All right. Yeah, give well, give Fred my best. And Wayne, thanks for calling, man. You're the goods. Happy New Year, buddy. All right, happy new year. That is that is Wayne. I love Wayne. Um yeah, and he mentioned, by the way, Les Grobstein. I am doing the Les Grobstein Memorial Show on January 18th. So I'll be on uh, midnight to 5. I think we're going to have to do a bum of the year. There's a lot of candidates. A lot of times there aren't. Man, Grobber still gets mentioned all the time up in the press box. Uh, Yesterday mentioned several times. Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Grobber. Like, what would Grobber think about that? How about this? How about the Bears going to Green Bay with a chance? Could you imagine Grobber overnights this week with the Bears having a chance to eliminate the Green Bay pukers going into this week? Because that's the that's what they could do, Tyler. That's what's going down here. And um, it's very possible. 325 game for the Bears and Packers at uh, Lambeau Field. 312-644-6767. Am I going to Greg? Yeah, let's go to Greg. Greg, Greg, you're on the score. Hey, Grody, thank you for taking my call. Happy New Year. Thanks, Greg. You're welcome, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Uh, When you were talking with Alex, you kind of picked from my brain what I was going to talk to you about. I'm glad to hear you and Alex talking about uh, the work that Ryan Poles has done since he came here. We went to the game yesterday, and, and all season I've seen it. It started a little bit last year. Jalen Johnson goes down with a shoulder injury, and they put Terrell Smith in. And when you look at who's on the field and how Poles has drafted um, from the front to the back of the draft, uh, later in the rounds included, as well as his free agent, free agent uh, acquisitions and, and the trades, the, the DJ Moore, obviously, that trade, and Montez Sweat, I don't think uh, oftentimes enough kudos is given to the work that he has done since he's gotten here. I know the Claypool trade kind of blew up, but that happens. But I was happy to hear you and Alex talking about that and giving uh, Paul some kudos for his work. Yeah, no, I appreciate the call, Greg. I'm I'm glad you caught that. And thanks for listening. Thanks for the the nice words as well. Look, misses by general managers in the National Football League are – ugly they really are and they stand out and they piss you off and we talk about it we crush it like the chase claypool was a heavy duty miss i mean you you gave up a second round pick to bring him in and he was a failure in every way shape or form on the field off the field in the locker room it just on the sidelines that that is a a miss and i will admit I thought Chase Claypool was going to be a contributor this year. Based on what I saw in camp, I should have paid a little bit more attention to the 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 fighting and the off-the-field demeanor and all of that stuff, and I, I sort of brushed that off, but, you know, I was wrong on that. But, yeah, so misses are ugly, but the, the, the Montez sweat thing was huge to get back on the horse and go with the second-round pick, you know, and then give the big money to Montez sweat. That certainly has worked out. And, you know, Alex and I went through all the the, the bevy of different moves and successes and, you know, the, the perceived failures. But unfortunately, there is opportunity cost along the way for, for GMs. And I get it. And I'm sure there'll be more misses and I'm sure we'll get down on uh, Ryan Poles. But on the overall, 
one thing that has happened this year is Ryan Poles has had a very good year, and he may have a very good offseason as well. He's got a lot to think about, and we are all going to have a lot to say about it as well. Final break of the show. When we come back, you got to hear what DJ Moore had to say in the locker room yesterday. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Let's get back to more Mark Crody on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Hello. Welcome back into the final 10 minutes of the program. You're about to hear from DJ Moore, and it's really good stuff. So stand by for that. I want to remind you, too, that, look, I know some of you guys are probably just waking up right now and have missed this whole show. We started at 7 o'clock, and it's, it's good. it will have been four hours of Bears talk. So if you got your Odyssey, your free Odyssey app, you can go back and listen to the whole show if you want, if you if you like need that Bears fix. I know that's the way I am. Like I needed I had to go back yesterday myself. I, I got home after doing all my work and at Hallis Hall hours or Hallis Hall at Soldier Field hours after the game and I got home I was like I need I need to hear what people are saying. So you can check it out on the Odyssey app starting at uh, 7 a.m. A lot of great guests today. Had uh, Podash on at 8, Mark Podash. Uh, Chris Emma was on at 9 and just had Alex Shapiro on from NBC Sports Chicago at 10 a.m. And the app makes it easy if you uh, need your Bears fix because the Bears won and Justin Fields looked good. The Bears have the number one overall pick in the draft. And with that as the backdrop, an excellent game, too, for the Bears' star wide receiver, D.J. Moore. Nine catches, 159 yards, and a touchdown. He's now up to a career-high 1,300 yards for his career. Cole Komet was saying that he was kind of astonished how often Atlanta left you open. Did you feel that way today? Uh, no. Uh, we was kind of setting him up for what rub uh, plays, and uh, it happened to be in a specific coverage that uh, allowed us to... Uh, get the rub and be wide open. Does that mean a lot to you surpass your career? Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, that, I mean, five years in Carolina and then to come here with year one and uh, surpass that is, uh, is amazing. You mentioned the Houdini Act, uh, Justin Fields, that I assume you're talking about where he loses the sack and then runs down the field. Are you surprised by it anymore? Because, I mean, he's done that. It feels like a handful of times this uh, year. Yeah, because you never know what he's going to do. And that one was like a, a real extended play, so for him to even break that first tackle and just start zooming uh, to get the first down was, was amazing. What do you think yeah. about you getting the number one overall pick, team? I mean, I feel like the number one overall pick when they traded for me, so I don't uh-huh. know. But, uh, I mean, thanks to Carolina, so, I mean, that's all I can say to, say to that. DJ, how much about Justin Fields. I said it before. I'm going to keep saying it. What makes him not the quarterback? I mean, today, I mean, the Houdini act should have just put the nail in. <laughs> he's not running back, but uh, he's him. So, I mean, he's going to be the quarterback. I want him to be the quarterback. 
I said what I said. Now it's on the higher up, so ah, it's up there. It's up to them. I did hear those chants, and I know they boxes uh right there, so I know they heard that stuff too. So that's great stuff there from from DJ Moore, and he he will be on tomorrow with Mullen Haw. Eight o'clock, so more like that. Actually, uh, Matt Eberflus will be speaking at Hallis Hall today at one thirty. No player speaking today, but Matt Eberflus will do his usual day after the game, New Year's Day in this case, work with reporters out at, at Hallis Hall. I don't believe I'll be making the trip unless I feel extra motivated and awake. But, uh, you know, I've been up since about 5 o'clock this morning. We'll, we'll see. One more quick call before we get out of here. Lisa from the South Shore. What's going on, Lisa? You're on the score. Hey, Happy New Year. Same to you, Lisa. Thank you. Listen, um, you know, everybody's going Justin Fields or a number one quarterback. Um, I think Montana has Steve Young behind him. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady had uh, Jimmy Garf- Garofalo. And, <laughs> yeah. um yeah, I'm just saying. He, I mean, and, and, and uh, Brett Favre had Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's a Brett Favre or a Joe Montana, but look, you know, keep Fields, draft the number one quarterback, and with your pick, uh, get you an offensive lineman. It makes sense to me. And start, you know, filling up that line because that's important. Honestly, Lisa, that, that that is a great call, and, and I mean it because – like the the idea that the Bears, this organization, which has been bereft of quarterback play forever, ever, 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 like the idea that oh well, that's crazy to to lo- no of course, and that's why my bold prediction for the year twenty twenty four is that Justin Fields and Kayla Williams will be on the same roster with the Chicago Bears starting in training camp or the OTAs this year bold prediction i realize but what a, what a strong way to finish thank you lisa for that call thanks to everybody for listening never know what's going to happen on a holiday especially when the, when it was 7 a.m when i started and you guys have been non-stop goodness keeping me company throughout the morning this was a lickety split show and i enjoyed the heck out of it because of you guys the score listeners the bears fans Like, I feel you. You know that? You understand that, Bears fans? I feel you. Every bit of you. I get it. I understand it. I am of you. Thank yous as well to Mark Potash for coming on the show. Chris Emma. Alex Shapiro. Bunch of great guests today as well. And Tyler Farringall, dude. You did a wonderful job getting all the audio I needed. One-man act taking down all those calls. Feeding me information. Great job, by Tyler Farringall. Hope you have a great rest of uh, your New Year's Day, sir. Coming up next, we do have the ReliaQuest Bowl. LSU against Wisconsin, 6-9 tonight. Pat's call to the hall. I hope everybody has a great day today, and I will talk to you throughout the week from Hallis Hall right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 